it was it was amazing to be doing my art again. I really found that it was I won't say easy, but it 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 came more naturally to me. I was born um, in Southampton in Hampshire. Um, I went to uh, a little um, primary school, Botley Primary School, and then on to um, Comprehensive, uh, Wilden, um, and then uh, Sixth Form College, all in Hampshire. My A-levels, I chose to do a mixture of arts and sciences. This wasn't necessarily looked on too favourably by the college. They would try to encourage me to choose one way or the other, but at that point I enjoyed a lot of subjects and I was quite keen to carry on learning both sort of, as I said, the arts and the sciences. So I did uh, biology and chemistry and English literature and art. And my favourite subject at that time, doing it for myself, was, was my art. But I, I equally then, I did enjoy my, my biology quite a lot as well. I guess I, I enjoyed learning, so I think uh, therefore I always pushed myself. I didn't necessarily need too much pushing. Um, yeah, I did, did quite well. My dad was, uh, oh, he was an architect and... I was inter interested in architecture, but it's quite a, a long um, process to become an architect and I wasn't 100% sure. And I really also uh, enjoyed my sciences. So I made the decision to, to actually do a degree in biological sciences um, and to just keep doing my art for myself. I went to the University of Swansea in, in Wales and studied biological sciences. Uh, eventually specialising in zoology and genetics. I, I really very much enjoyed it. I pushed myself quite hard um, because I just I enjoyed it so much. Um, yeah, so it was it was a very enjoyable three years. I'm not saying I didn't play hard as well, but I also applied myself very much to be successful with my, my degree. I, I didn't have any regrets about my choices. I was, you know, you were learning so many new things in the science and it was, as I said, it was quite a lot of work and I just applied myself to that and I was enjoying the things that I was finding out, learning more about zoology and genetics and DNA in, in particular. That was a, something I was quite interested in. I wasn't missing my art too much. So at that point I decided that I'd quite like to carry on in science and do a PhD at the University of Nottingham. I, I really enjoyed what I was doing, I liked being in the lab, I liked the, the research, but there were definitely challenges to it. But I was at a very good university at that point. The genetics department wore, or had the, the highest sort of grade or award for research, so I was in a very good place. I, I knew then that I probably was around the, the sort of the top of my abilities in, in, in science. I, I, you could see other 
PhD students and uh, then postdoctoral research people that I was working with and sometimes they had a more natural ability in science. A lot of, I mean, I had obviously some ability and had ability to have got to that level, but a lot of that sometimes was through, as I said, hard work and studying, and it didn't necessarily come quite so naturally to me. But I moved on to do postdoctoral positions, and I was then working um, in my, my the last postdoc I was doing. I was working uh, at an agricultural institute, Rothamsted Research. I was using DNA techniques to indirectly track the movement of beneficial insects, um, hopefully then to use it in, a, in an applied way for release programs for these beneficial insects to protect crops from pests. Um, and I really enjoyed what I was doing and I liked the people that were around me and it was a nice place to be at the, this particular institute. But there were certain things that I didn't find so easy the statistical analysis I didn't find quite so easy, so analysing results. Um, you also then had to do more public speaking seminars and things like that. I could do the talking fairly well, but I always found it nerve-wracking answering the questions that you got from the audience afterwards. That was something when I felt more nervous, I found it uh, harder to answer the questions easily. It's like my brain didn't quite work as quickly as it, I wanted it to in that situation. And that was linked, I think, to the nerves. So there were certain things that then um, I was finding didn't come quite so easily for me. And I'd also started uh, doing um, my art again for myself. And sort of so that I was having trying to find creative outlets uh, and at well, while I was there at Rothamsted um, I was I studied photography for a while actually the only course that I could find locally was uh, like as an evening class was doing a GCSE so I did a GCSE in photography uh, and I, I, I loved it it was it was great to get back into something artistic also, um, at uh, Rothamsted Research, we used to have you know, parties that were on site and quite often there was a fancy dress theme and I used my creative skills to make unusual costumes. So I'd find myself, I'd find a, a pattern to make something and I'd be working overnight doing something. I remember borrowing a sewing machine to make a, a cape one evening and I, I, I guess I put myself under pressure to do something, but it was something I enjoyed doing. Or I would have uh, use chicken wire and paper mache to make things that were part of the, the, the costume. And that was just, I, I was then enjoying doing my art again. So uh, Rotham said research, yes, it was a, a three year um, postdoc that I was doing there. And so at the end of the three years, um, there wasn't the opportunity to carry on in the same, exactly the same field. Uh, so I had to then look around for other opportunities. I actually got a position at the Natural History Museum in London, and it was working for a scientific charity, the International Trust for Zoological Nomenclature. 
But although it was a fantastic place to work and to be at the Natural History Museum, and it was in science, it wasn't why I moved into science in the first place. It wasn't what I really enjoyed. I enjoyed doing the research and being in the laboratory. It it sort of made me realise some of the things that I was missing. Um, and I, at that time, I was then thinking, I'm wondering whether I wanted to continue in science in, you know, in the, the same vein that I was in at that time. or So I basically then started thinking about whether I could perhaps retrain and go back and to do something more artistic. Thought about um, architecture, but that is, is such a, a long process to qualify to be an architect. I wasn't really in the position to do that. The same with landscape architecture, but I, I researched then looking, you know, doing a course in garden design um, and the, the process and the qualifications for that, or to get the qualifications for that, were were quicker than going into landscape architecture. As a, as a child, um, I had enjoyed being out in the garden with my parents. They, they always liked doing gardening, and so I would be out in the garden with them, doing you know pruning plants. Um, but also, I, I was uh, as a sort of a young teenager that sort of age I was given a little area to look after myself and I started collecting alpines and found that I really enjoyed that um, and I, I then continued I, I had a small garden at home myself in my, um, in my house and I enjoyed working out in that so I, I think and working with plants and, and I think that's then why I had the inspiration to go into garden design. It was linking and using the, the design side, but also with plants, and that was something I enjoyed and I knew a fair bit about already. So that was helpful to me. One of the, the, the big things in garden design was Chelsea Flower Show the place where you, you could see that it was the forefront of, of garden design. It's, it was the most prominent flower show. It was 2005 and uh, I had seen that the, this chic garden, it was it won the, the best, the, this garden won the best in, in category, it was a golden best in category and it was designed by Philip Nixon and Marcus Barnett and it, I found it quite inspiring, the, the whole the flower show and the gardens you saw and uh, this garden particularly interested me and I decided that I would approach one of the designers of the garden. I um, got in contact with Philip Nixon to find out how he'd trained because he had actually retrained he'd worked previously in the city and then ended up retraining for a year to become a garden designer uh, and so I, I learned that f from him that he had studied at the Inchbald um, and that was a, a garden design course in London but one thing that he 
told me that was quite interesting was the person that most inspired him was uh, Andrew Wilson, who actually didn't teach him at the Inchboard in the end because he'd left, but he did interview Philip um, and the other designers that year. Uh, and so I got in contact with Andrew Wilson to find out more about what he was doing and maybe to find out what might be the, the best place to go and study garden design. Andrew, he was teaching at the Oxford College of Garden Design. It was a part-time course and I made the decision to go and try and apply to to, to study that at that course. It was a, it was probably a, a gradual process getting to the point where I was realizing that I was missing my art and the, the design side quite a lot but when I then made that decision to change and to move forward it was was then quite a quick process um, I, I found the course and then left my, my position and moved forward quite quickly into garden design and to starting the the course I was excited about changing what I was doing and I never had any fear about things when I was doing design or art. It was something I really enjoyed and so when I made that decision to, to leave I, I didn't feel nervous or anxious. When I actually then knew I was leaving and moving forward I, I felt a sense of relief and happy to be moving on into something new but something that I I was fairly confident about. Uh, I was more confident in myself generally. You know, being in science and the studying I had done and where I'd worked and moving around the country, because that's what you naturally do when you do university, PhD and postdoc. It helped me learn more about myself and I gained in confidence. And when it came to the art, side and the creative side of myself I, I wasn't nervous about it so I had more confidence in my myself generally. Well the course the the course at the Oxford College of Garden Design at that time was uh, two days a week um, you then did coursework on top of that in your own time I committed to it totally um, I then did a lot of research and extra work on the other, the, the rest of the time I had to make sure I got the most out of that year. I also had spoken to Andrew Wilson and asked him if he would tutor me privately on top of what he was doing. I, I, I needed more input than just the course. It wasn't quite enough, enough time studying. He agreed um, and I would then have extra lessons with him, which was fantastic he was a very good teacher and that definitely helped me yeah i mean some people on the course were working at the same time and also studying and it, it was difficult to then get the most out of it and make sure that you were totally committed and very kindly my parents decided that they or offered to to help me out to support me so that I could 
do this one year course so I, I I had support in that way so I had also I had some savings so I was able to help myself out to a certain degree but it, it was it was something that I suppose was a, a slight risk or would have been um, you know I had a house and a mortgage to pay off and taking you know the help from my parents it was something that I had to think about but I I wasn't happy in where I was in in science and they wanted me to be happy and they wanted to help so I accepted their offer um, and I part of me therefore wanted to be successful because they were helping me out um, I didn't want to waste this the chance that I was being given so I worked hard to make sure that I wasn't letting them or myself down. It was it was great. It was it was amazing to be doing my art again. It it came more naturally to me. Um, I was using drafting skills. My work experience was in architecture, so I had um, some graft, drafting skills, and I used to do things on my dad's drawing board. It, you know, it was quite good to be using those skills. Um, and then also from the gardening and having some knowledge about plants, that was helpful. So, as I said, it came more naturally to me. Um, and I worked hard, I pushed myself. Um, you were around other people that were interested in doing well and doing, you know, this garden design course. And I think I had a, my, I had a, a natural ability in, on the art side so I not only worked hard but I did quite well naturally. There was, there was somebody on the course whose um, garden was designed by uh, garden designer Christopher Bradley Hole who, whose design work I was particularly interested in and um, I spoke with him and he came along to our final exhibition and he liked my style of design and speaking to him he offered me a, a job in his studio so I took a, a part-time position and then through another contact Mark Gregory who is um, a a contractor and has his own company, um, Landform Consultants. And I'd met him when I was doing some of the extra tuition with Andrew. Some of the courses or classes he did were with other people as well, and they were based at Landform's offices. So I, I got to know Mark, and M Mark and Landform regularly built for another designer whose work I was very interested in, uh, Luciano. Jubilee. Through Mark I met Luciano actually on one of uh, his gardens because Mark was taking me uh, on a tour of a few of the gardens they built in London just as part of a, a learning curve and you know something to I was interested in uh, and Luciano was looking for somebody to come and design for him so I had an interview with him um, and he liked my design work from the, the projects I'd 
produced on the, the, at the Oxford College. Um, and he, well, actually, he, he wanted me to come full time, but I'd obviously made the commitment to go part time and work for Christopher. And I said to Luciano, this is somebody whose work I was very interested in. And I had, and obviously I'd made this commitment to go two days a week. So I, I didn't feel that I could then turn around and say, I, I can't now come to you. I've been offered a full time position. And, and as I said, I wasn't entirely sure of committing to one career path or, or one set job. I, I was still, it was still lear- I was still learning. So Luciano said, well, like the, he didn't know then that if that would work for him. So he interviewed other people. And then a couple of weeks later, he came back to me, he gave me a call and said, I feel that I got on best with you. Um, I, I like what you, you you do and you, your design work and your attitude. And I, I'll take what you can give me at the, you know, at that time, in the hope that maybe you'll change your mind and come full time with me. Yeah, I, th- I think coming out uh, and doing the the garden design course that was why initially I didn't want to just go and work for one designer only, or I didn't want to go commit myself to just to one job because I was still learning and I was very much interested in these the two people that I was working with um, and I wanted to learn more I, I didn't you know I had done a year's retraining but that doesn't teach you enough about the design process or the build and installation of a design in the garden and so it is important to learn from the people that you work for or work with, because it wasn't just the designers that I learned from. I learned from the contractors who built the gardens. Part of my job was, when working with with or for Luciano, was also project management of the installation of the designs. So you were working with clients, but you were also working with the team that was building this design, installing it. And I think I went in with the attitude, I wanted to learn more. And I had an understanding of a build process linked back probably to what my father had been working as an architect working um, for, because he'd worked for Hampshire County um, Architects Department and being part of the team that were designing and building award-winning schools and projects in Hampshire, and also my they my my dad and my 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 mum together with my mum they designed the our family home and built that and so I'd seen that being built. I, I had a an understanding of. Um, probably the more technical side which maybe that was a link back to my science and an understanding of dimensions and measurements Um, but I wasn't I didn't take I didn't feel as though I had learnt everything and I in in that one year course I didn't feel as though well I felt that you had to continue to learn and so I I think I got on quite well with the the teams I worked with and the contractors particularly that I was working with who were building the gardens because I didn't assume that I know knew everything I if I didn't understand something and I didn't know how something would work I would admit it and I would ask the questions and I think that helped me um, because 
I earned their respect by being honest and admitting when I didn't know something. And that, that, that was the same with the designers I was working for and the people I was working with day to day. So I worked, it was actually six months part-time for both Christopher and for Luciano. And in the long run, uh, I did end up then moving and working full-time for Luciano. He was the person that I uh, had a greater affinity with and whose design thoughts and processes I in enjoyed more. In 2009, um, we, well, Luciano did his first Chelsea Flower Show garden and I was very much involved in, in that process. Um, Luciano and I were on site every day with the contractors, which I didn't think that they were particularly uh, used to. Uh, I used to take time off working for Luciano to actually go and plant for people at Chelsea Flats, so I took holiday because I, I, I really enjoyed working there. It was a very successful garden for Luciano. He wanted to move on in a different way and I needed to move on myself and, you know, design more in my own style. Because obviously when you work for a designer, you do design in their style. So in, in 2010, I took a position in designing for a contractor landform and that was work going back to Mark Gregory and working then full-time for him and in actual fact I started for him planting on his children's society garden at Chelsea Flower Show so I started the 17th of May 2010 at uh, Chelsea and I've now well, it'll be this year this Chelsea Flower Show, I'll have been six years with Landform and designing for them. Uh, and I started doing both design and project management, um, but then Mark and the company wanted to uh, try and increase the amount of design work that the company did over the, those years. I did less project management and more design and became the lead designer for the company. I still do some project management, but it's only the flower shows. I love the the design work that I do. I love working with plants, and I, I like seeing a design that I've done or pr produced for a client realised. I like seeing it built. You know, it's a very real and tangible thing. I also have the opportunity to work at and design, do designs for the flower shows. That's um, Chelsea Flower Show, which is the UK's and most important flower show. It, it, ha it brings in um, the greatest designers, but I also have done produced designs for Hampton Court Flower Show uh, and that's also very enjoyable so when you when you produce designs for a flower show it, it can be done for uh, your sponsor your, your client in so they have certain requirements 
but you get more freedom than you would say doing a, a design for a residential garden when when you're designing for you know clients for their garden they do come to you for certain for a certain style but you you also have to then think about their requirements but also it's important there i think to link back to the architecture of the house it flows better if it links visually back to to the house so you have certain constraints but when you do designs for a, a flower show you you have more freedom uh, the first design i did uh, hampton court actually landform decided to sponsor themselves so f- for that particular one i had total freedom I'm not one of the the leading uh, garden designers, but um, I have had success working with some of the other the designers I've worked with. We have produced uh, award-winning gardens, gardens that are recognised by the landscape industry bodies, but also uh, at Chelsea Flower Show. And then for myself, since working for Lambform, I've had success for my own designs. Uh, the first one was the Lambform garden at Hampton Court Flower Show. Uh, that was a summer garden. There were 15 gardens in that category and I got gold and was awarded best in category. So that was my first design at a flower show. Uh, and the following year we decided again at um, Hampton Court to, to sponsor a garden as a company again and it was in the conceptual category um, and I then uh, well, there achieved gold and best in category again so that was two very successful years at Hampton Court Flower Show from the success of the first garden well I had already had got to know the Chelsea Flower Show manager at that time, Alex Denman, and she'd seen the garden, uh, the summer garden I did, and really liked the the design and the planting scheme particularly. And she was approached by somebody else who wanted to design a garden at Chelsea in 2013, the person who was interested in doing the design, Susanna Hunter, was a handbag designer, and the the Chelsea show team like to link new designers if they're not uh, people who work regularly in garden design and with flowers. They like to link them together with or somebody who has a history at the flower shows, and so I was one of the people suggested by um, Alex to Susanna, and she liked my planting style and met with her and we were put together with a sponsor by the RHS uh, and we did a a, a fresh garden at Chelsea in 2013 Um, and we got uh, achieved a a silver gilt that year Um, and we were that we were designing for the sponsor the Massachusetts Office of Travel and, and Tourism and they had quite a lot of success with the fresh garden and decided they wanted to do uh, a larger garden, uh, a show garden, the following year in 2014. So they took Susanna and I out 
to Massachusetts. We visited uh, Boston and Cape Cod and at Chelsea in 2014 uh, we did a small 10 by 10 show garden for them uh, that was um, influenced by uh, the landscape that we saw at Cape Cod in Massachusetts. So that was my first taste of being involved in the design of a, a show garden at Chelsea Flower Show. Uh, this year um, I am designing a, a small show garden, a 10 by 10 garden for the sponsor Hartley Botanic uh, and I'm the, the sole designer. So no, I, I don't think there ha have been any low points particularly. I, what I what I've found is that I really enjoy what I do. I have no regrets in changing from science to design. I have no doubts. Um, I, I think I, I've used my scientific side. It's helped me when I design. I think I, I'm quite good at the the technical uh, and the detail uh, design work, uh, and I'm sure having uh, what you'd consider maybe a more scientific or analytical brain has helped me. I, I suppose I don't feel I've totally left it behind. I just feel like I'm using my creative side and I'm getting the most out of it because of maybe being good at both science and art. But no, I don't have any regrets for leaving, leaving science. I'm very, I, I've always been hard working and, uh, and applied myself to whatever I'm doing. Uh, uh, I think that's quite important. You, you've you've got to to work hard to to do well to achieve what you want to achieve. I, I guess I'm also stubborn, or maybe I should say determined, uh, and that um, has helped me. And I, I think I've had support from my family and from my fiance um, Mark Britton he works in landscape construction I met him through this change in career so having people around you to support you is important but yeah being determined to do well is, is something that has helped me no I, I don't have any regrets about choosing to go into science at that stage because I, I learnt a lot. I learnt a lot about myself. Um, I really enjoyed the science when I was doing it, you know, the research side particularly. And I, I might not have done maybe as well as I have done had I not done what I'd done in science. That made me the person I, I, I am. If you have an opportunity to change your career into something that you think is going to suit you better. You know, I would take that risk. You, you don't want to carry on in something that maybe you're not enjoying and isn't fulfilling. I, okay, yes, I did, I did have support and help from my family, but I think if I didn't, I, I would have tried to find a different way to, to make it work and to make that change because I, I realised that 
um, I wasn't I was I was missing something. I wasn't doing something that uh, was, you know, enjoyable enough or fulfilling enough for me on a on a personal level. I see myself staying in in garden design. It's what I love doing. I. I I enjoy working with the people I work with now. I really relish the opportunities that I am given, uh, especially when it comes to designing at the flower shows. You know that it, you know it gives you a great chance to use your creativity. So I think I see myself staying in in this career, on this path, wherever it may lead.